Welcome back to the Stack World Podcast. This episode, I'm joined by Laura Grant. Laura is based in Topor and is a member of the New Zealand Obstacle Course Racing Team. She's recently been to the World Champs in Belgium. Check out the show notes and her details there for her Instagram, as well as um, some events that are going on around the country in the form of obstacle racing. Uh, we talk about the ultimate athlete and things like Spartan, Ninja Warrior, you've probably heard of that. So that's the vibe of obstacle racing. It's pretty cool. But it also includes adventure racing as well. So yeah, real sort of out-of-the-box type event. Lifeless Ordinary is what this podcast is all about. It helps to um, improve people's lives, open their eyes and, and um, see what they can do and, and live life to their full. So Check out Laura's page, make sure you're following her along. Um, share this to your socials, tag us in it, that'd be much appreciated. And make sure you've subscribed to the podcast and hit those five stars to help share this out to more people, help more people sort of listen and see and be intrigued by Life Less Ordinary. Right, let's get into this episode. I think it's 308 of the Stag World Podcast with Laura Grant. Right in my face. Yeah. Have you ever done a podcast before, Laura? No. No? Yeah. So how this came about is Ricky Commons, I just did a giveaway for some element. Um, they sent me some of the sample packs and gave it away. And Ricky Commons actually won. Oh, did he? Please <laughs> yeah. So I've got to, got to drop that off to him in Cambridge the other day. But he, he messaged me, I think, just before you'd gone away overseas to the World Champs yeah. and said, oh, you should talk to Laura. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know a little bit about Obstacle. I've seen it. Yeah, like I said to you before, I listened to Joe Desena a couple of times, who runs Spartan. Yep. Yeah. And actually, when I was in Australia, a lot of the CrossFit gym, um, there was a couple of people there that sort of went to Torian Pro, and our coach went qualified for Worlds and things mm-hmm. like that. But the sort of other second tier were sort of looking for more group fitness stuff, and they were starting to get into obstacle courses. Yeah. There was Spartan and there was something else that was going on in Australia for a little while. Probably Ninja Warrior. Yeah, no, nah, it wasn't even that. I think Spartans ended up buying it. But I can't remember what this was. This was 2018, so a wee while ago. Mm. Yeah. I wasn't really. Um, I guess for me, I sort of fell into it maybe 2021. Yeah. Um, so my first sort of taste of it was with um, sort of my coach, um, mm-hmm. Greg Whitaker at Empower Fitness, he he ran a course down in Nelson, Waidoa Warrior, Mm -hmm. Um, and then he moved up to Taupo, and um, he's obviously been training us, and um, me and my friend Metanea thought, oh, we'll give this a crack. Um, So we flew down to Nelson and um, gave gave that a go, and um, I guess for me, what sort of ignited... The passion stuff sort of was like, oh, you know, if you compete in these races, then you've got the, you know, possibility of going to the Worlds. Mm. And that was back in, what, 21, and I just sort of thought, oh, wow, that's amazing. Um, And what an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Sort of thought, oh, that's a pipe dream. It'll never happen. 
and then um what do you know a few years later um got invited to go to belgium and yeah. compete you know with <laughs> these amazing athletes yeah um so yeah it's just been incredible so when has it become world sort of competitively based because I, I was looking at that ocr and there's like yeah. adventure racing obstacle racing and it's then, been and going for like years like, like, I, like yeah i sort of don't know when it initially started but it's been going for years like yeah. they just had um the OCR world champs in Mammoth as mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. so that's apparently the original cool. um world champs for obstacle course racing yeah and that that looked sort of next level because <laughs> there's a lot of um I don't know if you follow that as well no. the OCWC is another one right. on Instagram just cool. to um follow along um but they're racing at altitude you know they're high up in the mountains so really hard to breathe um really challenging obstacles you know lots of different terrain um i mean the obstacles you sort of look at them like probably on tv or on your screen or whatever and you're like oh that doesn't look too tough Mm. but actually when you get there you know and you're gassed you've done a lot of running prior to that you hit you know it might just be jumping from one thing to the next Mm -hmm. but there might be some height or you know it might be high it might be low and you sort of look at it and you're like oh shit can I do that Mm -hmm. but then you give it a go and you're like oh yeah I can do that you know yeah like so I think obstacle course racing that's kind of what it's all about it's like I don't think I can do that yeah but then you know like putting yourself out there giving it a go and then yeah you actually can do it yeah it's pretty cool the diversity of it as well like to see Nathan Fave on the page I was like oh what so this is the same idea of like what's impossible how can you do it how can you problem solve it yeah be exactly. under pressure like you know pre- um, problem solving under pressure like it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah and I guess with um the worlds I mean I don't know if a lot of people know how that works but you basically get three bands mm-hmm. and so you um those are your lifelines I just I just watched Woody Wairua doing a little promo on the ultimate athlete page yeah he like had to like got to an obstacle and he was like what and so he gave up the band and then he did another oh, one did he get you got you get bands back can you yeah so basically okay. you do the penalty loop mm-hmm. at the end but you have to have a band <laughs> to go into that so in the world yeah. like you get three bands yeah and if you get to the penalty loop and you don't have any bands then you basically yeah. are dqs yeah so that is the most like heart-wrenching thing (laughs) like you're like i just did a 15 kilometer race or 14 kilometer race with 50 obstacles and i didn't get a finish time yeah like you know it's kind of yeah that was real tough (laughs) like that was pretty there were a few tears yeah (laughs) but there were also a few hugs from the teammates which was amazing but yeah that's what the ultimate um aim is to you know keep the bands but what they do is they sort of um have surprise obstacles which i don't know if you kind of saw at the worlds but there were these like two obstacles at the end that were really tough i saw your team effort where you the three of you were trying to get over some wall. the team wall yeah (laughs) that was fun eh? (laughs) that took us seven minutes wow yeah yeah but um i mean the team races we um, actually ended up in the um, elite nationals team for that. Right. <laughs> so we were sort of like, oh, uh, yikes. 
<laughs> but we um, we just had fun out there. Yes. Yeah, we were sort of like, uh, the other women in this category are like next level. They what, were, what were some of the histories? Uh, they just have a lot more races. Okay, so they're just... So uh, they're just competing yeah. regularly like in these races. And I guess that's sort of, um, you know, the challenge here is raising awareness <laughs> for obstacle course racing because yeah. it's really fun yeah like i mean i sort of started it because i was sort of like you know had my kids and then i was like i need to get back to the gym what was what was your sporting athletic background um i've been a gymnast yeah um so i was quite a competitive gymnast when i was younger um and then i've always been an avid gym goer mm-hmm. so always you know before school got up and gone to the gym and um before i had kids always always at the gym Mm -hmm. um but then yeah obviously after kids uh you're sort of you know working out what you want to get into and i always sort of thought i'll get back into running marathons Mm -hmm. but then i sort of stumbled on this obstacle course racing and i'm like i'm not doing that like marathons boring (laughs) like for me yeah i mean i because running is something that i constantly have to work at like Mm -hmm. that is you know it's something that doesn't come you know naturally so you have to kind of you know work at it so um obstacle course racing just gives you that ability to put in a whole heap of different training and it's just real fun so you said 14k yeah and obviously that's not a repeating loop that's one no that's one big loop wow yeah so it was um it included this like huge sandbag carry (laughs) up a massive hill like and it was like kind of like a just a massive sausage (laughs) like a big plastic kind of bag real kind of awkward it doesn't it bend it bends in like one point Mm -hmm. so it was real kind of awkward to carry i mean some yeah 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 so some women were just able to run up the hill with it and honestly you're just like absolute machines like these people and then you actually go on water like there's um a bit of a swim across a pond yeah um you know you can wear a life jacket or you know buoyancy aid if you need to yeah but um you know that wasn't really required for us um and lots of monkey bars Mm -hmm. lots of grip Mm -hmm. sort of stuff um these quite fun things were, were called like the firefighter so it's like these dangling pvc pipes mm. with ropes mm-hmm. and the ropes move so you sort of grab the rope and then it comes through the hole yeah and you're sort of like got your legs wrapped around and the poles are different lengths yeah so um i mean i found that one quite fun and then there's like tire hoists so that's like 25 kilo like it's filled with concrete yeah and you got to hoist that up it's, it's attached to a rope or something. attached to a rope right, yeah. um pretty high mm-hmm. you got to hoist it up and you got to lower it down you can't just drop it so you get like a band cut if i mean people were dropping it from you know yay high off the ground and that was a band cut so just like misgripped boom yeah um, over because it's quite you know you're kind of like i think just prior to that you'd had to get over these like quite high walls yeah so you know you have to use all your upper body it's yeah it's a lot of upper body sort of strength and um yeah you come away from it and you're sort of like yeah i got a lot to work on <laughs> whereas the sort of sprinting stuff are the obstacles more intense um 
yeah like the running is where you make the ground Mm -hmm. so you need to be and quite a lot of it was through the through the bush which Mm -hmm. was real nice Mm -hmm. but it was also probably about 25 degrees oh yeah yeah Yeah, so we did it like midday um which yeah had its challenges no aid station uh three aid stations three aid stations stations. um i mean you sort of had to have that um and you basically ring the bell you know like you probably saw you have to sort of hit all the work your way through the obstacle hit the bell if you don't hit the bell then you basically get the band cut and so is there an adjudicator at each one or someone's following yep there's a technical officer there's usually two (laughs) yeah 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 so they're making sure that you know because sometimes they they have about four or five lanes yeah so there could be four or five and like you know if you have the elite ones coming through yeah you have to let them pass let them pass yeah because i was in the age group category so yeah so your coach comes along and says how about this and you and your friend go yeah let's give it a go yeah what did that look like? Like, did you Basically, have any idea just, to like try and train for uh, it? Or? Yeah, he um he's definitely got the experience, and you know he's puts us through our paces. He's like, well, what's his background? For this. Is he from the army or something? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's just very passionate about you know helping other people. Like his um, you know, I don't know if you saw, but um, when I came back to New Zealand, I mean, I've got a huge support network. My my gym that I go to mm-hmm. um but they did a haka for me Worthy. um you know to acknowledge the sort of the support that they um you know have for me yeah um and you know still provide so what know. does empower look like empower fitness yeah it's I guess it's a they run Les Mills classes yeah so it's um pretty popular gym for Togo yeah, I've, I've had um one of the owners in network the one of the ladies. Oh, Donna. She, she said she was running the Les Mills classes. Yeah, so yeah. we do um, spins right. really popular. Yeah. Um, and they also run um, sprint, which is mm-hmm. um, a half hour. Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, higher intensity sort of spin class, which is um, amazing. We is generally... this where you were training today? Yeah. 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 Right. So they also have like a fit zone, which is like boxing, uh, you know, it sort of has monkey bars and trx rows and sort of that's where we do all of our training out on the um sort of turf mm-hmm. i guess they call that kind of the fit zone area yeah um and that's a platinum membership so it's a slightly more expensive <laughs> membership than the um get to play with all the toys than the regular but i mean those are the classes that we enjoy because mm-hmm. they do like a hit a box fit um greg used to run the ocr classes on like a saturday but mm-hmm. It was sort of eight thirty on a Saturday morning, so um, the numbers, I guess, weren't there. Mm. Um, but I mean, me and um, you know my training buddy is pretty motivated, um, so we sort of get Greg to write us up a program, and we sort of do eight week, eight week sort of blocks. Yeah. So that includes like you know some work in the gym and out of the gym, like you know we might do hill sprints and mm-hmm. stuff down at Spa Park. So. so if you're up at drop zone with your gymnastics background, are you doing full like bouncy flips and oh. stuff? <laughs> I think those days are gone. Have you ever gone? No. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I haven't um I haven't done that sort of stuff for years. But um certainly up at the ninja gym we love um that's a great training ground up there. Yeah, you were talking about have you done it? Yeah, when that was inside. Um yeah 
well, we, we the first time we went there was inside and I had to go and just like on the trampoline. Oh no, on the ninja part. Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then the time after that, that was when it first got moved outside of there. I think the time after that it was raining, so it couldn't yeah couldn't go out there and have a go. Yeah, yeah. certainly looking forward to it. Um, being you know a bit more sunshine and being able to utilize that a bit more because it's it's really good. Like me and um my cousin Hanya, she's um she was also in the um New Zealand obstacle team. Uh, she lives over in Radahi. Oh no, not Radahi in um, Rauremu, sorry. And um, she likes to come over, and so we we race on the um, you know. So we've got I think the first first row we got down to under thirty seconds. Nice. So you're just trying to beat that time, I guess. Um, but that warped walls pretty gnarly. Eh? Did you yeah, give yeah, that a go? The, or? When I was there, there was sort of some planks that had foot weird footholds in it. Yeah. And then there's a couple of swings. There's a couple of yeah, like slippery bar. trying to swing through there. And, oh, and, yeah. then, and then real thin rings that you get on them. You're like, oh. oh, yeah. So that's when it was inside. Inside, yeah. yeah. So it's um, changed a little on yeah. the outside. There's lots. Um, it's quite upper body heavy, mm-hmm. which is quite good. But it does have that spider wall. Have you yeah, given that a no, go? No. Yeah. So that's pretty fun. And then the cargo net, you got to do the flippy at the top. <laughs> Have you seen people do that? Uh, or? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's how you get over those things. Eh? Do a flip. And yeah. Oof, yeah. Yeah. They're they're putting that sort of um, gym setup. I've seen it in a few schools, including my daughter's school in Silverdale. Yeah. It's got this kind of like the one that's in the middle of Topol, that big big ring of of obstacles. Oh yeah. Yeah. That uh, that that's cool. You know, is that obviously like oh, it's great to see. It is, because you do see adults on them as well. Like, it's not just for the kids. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I think that's what it's all about. Um, you know, people still having fun and doing their exercise as well. Yeah. Like, it's not just for the kids. And the kids see us doing it, and they're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, my kids are real into... Um, How old are they? They are seven and five. Yeah. Yeah, so they're like, oh, you know, they want to do it too. They love the um, getting the medals at the end, you know, <laughs> and... Yeah, I mean, my son's always going on about coming first and stuff, and I'm like, you know, that's great, but also just, like, have fun out there and, mm. you know, he's so small. So you're competitive? <laughs> I am competitive, but I could be more so, I think. You know, like, I probably don't don't push as hard as I should, Yeah. but I definitely, you know, um, I put in the work. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of like, I just need to, I think it's just a confidence thing, maybe. I was about to say, so two years in, are you sort of trying to find your training dynamic, your pushing dynamic still? Like how yeah, well, I guess I'm trying to juggle everything as well, because, yeah. you know, it's sort of working, being a mum, renovating the house, you know, <laughs> studying. Yeah. Um, it just, it all takes time, but I mean, it's something that I'm really passionate about, and I guess, you know, I'm pretty lucky with my husband, he sort of you know, just lets me go for it and um, and just have heaps of, you know, amazing support people like, yeah. you know, my family and his family that have stepped in and helped with the kids when I need to, you know, book in a race or... Because yeah. that's sort of where it goes now. You sort of book family holidays around race venues <laughs> and stuff like that. What's, what's Ian do? What was that, sorry? What is it, what's Ian do? Uh, he started doing a little bit of running. Running, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's sort of always like, oh, um, 
you know, re- not really interested in running unless someone chases. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, he surfs and kite surfs and stuff like that, so that's his yeah. kind of jam. But we don't live near the ocean, so yeah. um, unless well, geez, we some days it lakes like the ocean. Yeah, Crikey, unless we get a boat, eh? But yeah. but yeah, I mean, kite surfing's pretty sweet out on the lake and yeah, that um, and he sort of has quite a busy sort of job, so that keeps him pretty pretty busy. Have you always been based around Taupo or? Uh, no, we moved here about five years ago for mm-hmm. his job. Yeah. Yeah. And um, my, we sort of had quite a hard time with my son who was born with like a heart condition. Mm-hmm. So um, we sort of looked at moving out of Auckland after that. Just because of the memories or? Yeah, just, um, I just found it quite tough, I guess. And I just got sick of the big city and like we just sort of weren't really going anywhere mm-hmm. it was sort of unaffordable mm. um and then we found that topo was affordable for us mm-hmm. um i mean it's not affordable for a lot of people which is unfortunate but um yeah and just love the lifestyle down here mm. um able to sort of get on my bike like i mountain bike a bit as well mm-hmm. so um probably three times a week i'm out on my bike mm. straight from home you know everything's at your doorstep I mean, you don't even need two cars, really, in yeah, Topol. Yeah. It's pretty easy to get around it. I mean, I kind of like that lifestyle and, you know, showing my kids that, you know, you don't have to jump in a car to go everywhere, mm. you know, you can... Yeah, suburb to suburb in Auckland, sometimes you like, you either stay in your suburb or when you're like, oh, how the hell do I get across there? Yeah. yeah. And it's such a mission for everything. Like. Yeah, it is. I mean, I certainly miss, like, being near um, the Fano and, like, having that support. Mm-hmm. Um is tough but I mean I've got um, my brother and sister that live in Australia so um you know we're we're not super close like living living wise we're close you know a close fellow but um yeah tough tough in that regard but um you know have built sort of or you know made nice friends here and built a bit of a community so Mm. um that's that's been really awesome in the um you know, with everything that I've sort of got going on at the moment. Yeah, five years. How, did, did it sort of take the first couple of years to get settled? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 I've moved around a lot. And yeah. I've, a lot of times when I've got near that two-year period, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm starting to like know people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I don't know if I could move from here. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> you're sort of like, oh, I just... Um, couldn't imagine you know like just everything that Topol has to offer mm. uh is just ideal for a young family or or mm. you know any age really yeah. i mean there's lots of opportunities here yeah well, like, we're still commuting down from tukuroa but you know like um Carl's daughter's involved with gymnastics oh <laughs> yes does she go to Tara? yeah Tara, Tara, yeah, yeah. she's she sort of doing the um competitive or no just no. yeah the, yeah fun one yeah 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 which I think is great like I sort of try to encourage my daughter but she's not overly keen but she's sort of quite keen on this obstacle sort of thing with um which is great with ultimate athlete Mm. because they do sort of like the kids um race yeah which um yeah what are the locations for ultimate athlete only the mount um so the mount and they did do um orewa but I think they're sort of doing south island as mm-hmm. well like i don't know if this is like they're doing nelson next weekend is that what you're going or this weekend yeah 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 so that that's the first time they've done it in nelson so i guess it could be a thing for the south island i'm not too mm. sure 
Um, but uh, there is also, so Wairua, um or Nelson Obstacle Park is what they're calling it. Um, right. Uh, and they, are, I, I believe they're looking at running a couple of events a year. So they're um, what I just went to before the Worlds. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of like, I don't know if you saw the no. sort of videos, but um, their obstacles are pretty tough. Do you remember, oh, they kind of brought it back. Joseph Sullivan was on it. There used to be a Battle of the Regions and they'd be on a army confidence course. Oh, yeah. And the, the biggest thing that I remember that I always wanted to do was the last obstacle was a massive rope swing into the mud. <laughs> oh, yeah. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what the, the TV show was called. I just, all I remember is that when it came back, Joseph Sullivan was on it and he used to row against my brother and like they used to call him wingnut and like he'd, he'd like row one race, win it, row back to the start, row another one, win it, go back to the start, oh, row another yeah. one, win it. So it's just an absolute yeah, machine. just a machine. Yeah. So like to see what the, him and Nathan Cohen did at London, just like be so far behind and just crush it. You're like, oh yeah, that's, that's Joseph Sullivan. Now he's on the, on the yachts and stuff. And oh yeah. <laughs> firefighter. And you're like, oh, but yeah. I mean, that's what makes it kind of fun as well. Like yeah. getting a bit wet, getting a bit muddy, <laughs> um, you know, like at the recent Wairua, we sort of didn't really get, cause it was so dry. Mm-hmm. Um, but just got a few blackberry bites, you know, <laughs> just like <laughs> through the thorns Ooh. and stuff. Um, but yeah, that was a super fun, um, that's an amazing course to get to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, any obstacle race, we're heading down to uh, Alpha in Wanaka as well mm-hmm. next month. So they um, that's another endorsed race um, for the Worlds. Sort cool. Of, um, that, that the New Zealand Obstacle um, Sports Association, that's part of... Um, but that's, I think there's a 10 and a 6K. Right. So 6K is, um, it's generally sort of 6 and 10. I think um, with Ultimate Athlete, they do a 3 as well. Yeah. yeah. So it cuts out a bit of the running. So I'm actually going to give that a try this weekend. I haven't done a 3K before, so nice. um, that could be interesting. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's usually pretty fast. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not heaps of running, I guess. It's just because um, this weekend it's like the three k is one lap, six k is two, right. and then the ten is three. So I'm just not sure if you have to do the warped wall three times or <laughs> yeah. What's been the learning curve like? Um, do you do most people have the skill set to do it, or do you just? I think so. You do you think? Right. Yeah, I think it's a lot of like mind. Right. Um, like I was talking to my coach today and I was just sort of like, um, worth my running. Yeah. Like, I think it might be like a mental thing that's so, sort of so holding what, what me back. what is it like? I don't want to be, get there and be exhausted or because it's racing. No, is that the thing? Like, I don't know. I think it's just like my mind goes, because I pack quite a lot into my day. I'm mm-hmm. quite, a, I mean, people are busy, you know, but I guess I feel like I can't shut off my, you know, like my mind's still going a hundred miles an hour. Yeah thinking about what else I've got to do or something, you know? What are you running? Yeah. Yeah. So then I sort of, I don't know, it's like a focus. So I'm just sort of working on a few things. Like he's um, sort of encouraging me to, um, you know, have a, like a routine in the morning, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I I kind of have started. But, um, I mean, I kind of get up in the morning. 
um, you know, have a coffee. And then I like to do a bit of yoga. Mm-hmm. So my kids, like, I'm like, okay, guys, it's my time my here, time. Yeah. you know. But, um, you know, it's usually only for 10 minutes. Yeah. But um, I try to try to do that every day. Yeah. Um, and that really helps kind of set me up for the day, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he's just trying to encourage me to kind of do that. And I'm just hoping that, you know, um, that will sort of bring a bit more calm. <laughs> yeah. Start the day in kind of like that calm kind of way um, to get me, I guess bit more in the zone yeah is there a season like you said you're doing eight week training blocks um we just go generally kind of back to back mm-hmm. um he mixes it up a bit this is um a bit lately we've been working on like mobility and stuff mm-hmm. as well so incorporating like the um stretch bands you probably saw us jumping yeah like idiots today. <laughs> attached, to, attached to the wall of dumbbells yeah. thank goodness yeah <laughs> it was like oh just just try it once and see see how you go yeah. but yeah we had to do 25 of those today so um you feel a bit you know but um it's been real good like um just mixing it up a bit and I mean, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So you're always kind of like, okay, this is what I want to work towards. Yeah. And then Greg kind of, you know, puts in the work and gets you there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just um, that mental sort of thing is what I have to work on myself. Yeah. I think. Um, Pussy. Yeah. Yeah, like Ninja Warrior obviously is on TV. Yeah. There's, there's another one, and he was watching it. Um, Nick Cummins and, and Colin Minogue were the commentators from Australia. It was like a world challenge yeah. sort of ninja race. Yeah. But they had lots of ones where they're hanging and just people's grip was blowing out. And oh, yeah. And it's usually water underneath. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, I mean, people don't really mind falling into water. Right? I mean, it's but that not... was like, if they dropped, then their time was up. Yeah. yeah. And, and their and ninja walls are like huge, eh? Like yeah. the, what they have to run up at the end. Yeah, or like jumping onto things that then fall. And, and you're like, oh man, how do, you, how do you even balance on that? Yeah, those yeah. people, like honestly watching the 100 metre, because um, at the Worlds they had a 100 metre course. Yeah. I don't know if you saw any of that no. footage, but that people just absolutely fly well even though you were there's a video of you going up onto some rings and just sort of going across you were tr- sort of trying to do it, skip a one or whatever yeah and this one guy just comes along beside i think yeah. he's a filipino fellow he's just like, boom, boom, boom. Was like oh, oh yeah what is that it's very intimidating <laughs> like you got that because you had um i guess we got there one afternoon and you could that was like a practice afternoon and then they think they had a full day of practice mm. and just like watching these amazing athletes do that and you're like how the heck am I gonna do that Competing, yeah. like you know because I was sort of like oh I want to give um sort of everything a go um but yeah they were just like they were just some of them were just skipping the whole thing like I don't know if you saw the um there was kind of like one that had four four um grips on it that are kind of like those um Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Ones. Yeah, I did see that one. Yeah. And some of them and were, were just. Kind of, you were kind of like, oh, how do I hug this? Or yeah, like it actually had quite a bit of grip to it. Yeah. But the ones that were real fast were just actually flying through that and hitting the bell. Yeah. Like, because it's big risk 
big reward, right? Break your hand, smash yeah. your knuckles. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're just like, oh, yeah, I'll just fly through that. And if I make it, I make it. Because you have to, um, if you don't hit the, if you fall off it, mm-hmm. I think you have to go out and back around. Yeah. So you get two attempts. And then you've lost a band if you've... And then you're out, basically. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you don't get bands for the 100 metre. It's yeah, basically right. heats. Yeah. So you do a heat. I think I came, like, in my age group, I came 15 out of 16. <laughs> I mean, you know, it took me, like... Not the worst of the, of the best. Yeah, it took me, um, I think, two minutes. And then, like, the fastest girl in my group was, like, maybe 45 seconds or something. Yeah. Yeah, just absolutely flying. So, I mean, it's, you know, definitely something to work on. But it's also, they had the... Um, I don't know if you saw, but at the start, they have these, like, monkey bars... And they were kind of like um, low, high, yeah. low. And so the real quick ones would just jump from all the low ones. Mm-hmm. So they'd just be able to do that. But I just, you know, didn't have the confidence. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think, it wasn't I think the I saw time you practicing to on that of... one and you kind of went up and then you're kind of like, well, maybe I can swing. And you're like, what? And so then you're like, no, I'm going to go up. <laughs> yeah. 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 You kind of second guess. But I mean, it wasn't the time to sort of. Experiment. No. No. Yeah. No. I, um. Yeah, damaged my shoulder in Australia, kind of doing that. Um, yeah. I just actually had it scanned today. So, <laughs> so oh, yeah, to I'm it. just waiting to see. Um, but yeah, it's nothing major, mm-hmm. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a bit niggly. Yeah. So what's the, like, obviously the three different distance races, what are the energy systems like? Like the 100 meters is pretty like... 100 meters, full gas. Full gas, yeah. yeah. So some people just go there to compete in the 100 meter. Yeah. Um, the 3K is real quick. Yeah. Like, I think maybe some of the fastest times, like 19 minutes to do a 3K. Mm-hmm. And that's, so that's, I don't know if it was 20, maybe 25 obstacles mm-hmm. and 3Ks. I mean, that's quite quick. Mm. Um, and then the 15, or oh, 14K, 50 obstacles. And then the team race, which is a 6K. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. So, yeah. Um, not everyone does everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I sort of looked at it like it's an opportunity to really, you know. Find your niche. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm glad I gave the 100 metre a go. Mm-hmm. Um, I certainly wasn't the fastest, but I wasn't the slowest either. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I mean, the 14K was definitely where I thought I was, you know. Yeah. I had sort of high hopes of doing quite well, but then once you lose that third band, you're just sort of like, I think I lost it on the maybe like fourth fourth to last obstacle. Oh, man. So, yeah, it was, um, I really wanted to be able to keep it going into those real challenging ones, mm-hmm. which were the sort of hanging ropes. And I don't know if you saw like the parallel bars that were kind of swinging. Oh, they're hard enough fixed yeah so they were swinging and then it was yeah i mean it was a lot i should have probably Could they have splayed out Is yeah that, yeah oh, I mean. yeah yeah so it was like you had to keep it in and you had to they've got like little bits of tape so you start behind the tape yeah and get past the tape and you then you got to lock your foot off on this um on this rope and yeah. get your arms over and i mean some of our kiwi guys did amazing and they yeah. managed to do that obstacle um and yeah, there were a lot of people that could do it, but um, yeah, just um, 
lots of things to work on, I guess. So would you go on like Treasure Island or, or Survivor? Or? I don't know, me and my friend have talked you might about... Have, you might have immunity um, the whole time. What is it that, um, is it SAS? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, me and my friend talked about, um, you know, applying for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, again... That, was it the SAS? What's his name? Honey Badger. Did he, didn't he end up having a fight with the girl or that? He got into a bit of trouble? Oh, yeah, probably. I think that's how he ended up commentating this ninja thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After the SAS show. Yeah, well, the um, commentators on the um, 100 meter ninja course, they're just incredible, eh? <laughs> like, they're so quick. Yeah. I mean, because there's a lot going on. And, um, you know, they have the adaptive athletes as well. Yeah. Which is just incredible. Like, yeah. um, people that are blind and people with, like, one leg mm-hmm. and they're able to do, you know, those obstacles is just, like, yeah, incredible to watch. What was the sort of who was supporting the worlds? Like, what was the sponsorship? And like, are there any brands that are getting involved in it? Or mm, I think because so I don't know if you have seen, but they're um, it's sort of working towards getting it in the Olympics. Yeah, that was going to be my other question with rock climbing racing in the Olympics. Is this something that they're trying yeah? To so there's um, I think there's quite a bit of controversy at the moment about it. Yeah. Um, just because. Uh, you know, it is its own sport. Is it? Ob- it's objective results, though, right? It's not like gymnastics, where it's subjective grading and you're in. No. no, yeah, it's timed. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, you know, like you saw. Would you have seen the buzzers, the hundred meter? No, no. So you um basically have to hit the buzzer at mm-hmm. the top, so it's fully timed. Yeah. Um, actually, at the worlds, like one of the buzzers went down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they had an absolute nightmare, right? Yeah. Like one of the... Um, oh, he's trying to get into the Olympics and it goes wrong. They pulled out, like someone pulled out a cable. Yeah. And so one of the buzzers wasn't displaying any time. Oh, no. So only one of them was showing a time. <laughs> I mean, that's just a nightmare, right? Yeah. Was that the proving ground or is it still in a bit of a process? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what happened yeah. with that. But I mean, if that was... Yeah, there was definitely a few, um, you know, improvements to be made, I think. Um, But, yeah, just an unreal experience. And I think, um, you know, if anyone's looking to try obstacle course racing, they should just give it a go. So um, what what have we got set up in New Zealand? People with with a hobby holding events or there's... Well, it's basically the races. So if you're interested in any way, um, you know, come along to... One yeah. of the races you've got. Um, I, just, I just had a thought. The person that's at the World Rugby World Cup is it Kristen? She does Spartan. I'm pretty sure. Oh, does she? Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have or anything. Um, I don't believe at this stage we have any Spartans in New Zealand happening yeah. in the near future. Yeah. But um, there's three, I believe, next year in right. Aussie. Yeah. Um, there's one next month in Fiji. Oh, um, but I mean, it's 25 degrees at your heart out. Yeah, it'd be 35 degrees. <laughs> Yikes, it'll be hot, eh? And humid. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, Aussie will be the same though, um, depending on what time of year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got uh, they've got Bright, which is um, Melbourne. Yeah. Um, Picton, which I think is New South Wales, and then Gold Coast. Yeah. So, um, and there's a great opportunity to get over there as well. Spartan's slightly different as well, eh? Um, so that's not linked again. to the same organisation? No. No? No. Different. Yeah. Different organisation. Um, but, I mean, same sort of event, say. Um, mm. Big strength 
sort of based carries. Um, yeah. Everything with Spartan just seems a little bit more, you know, that one step further. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I guess with Ultimate Athlete, there's that A-frame, you yeah. know, that you see that people do the flips over. But um, Spartan's got this massive, like, you know, it's like Vertical. that. Whereas, <laughs> you know, Yoe's a little bit down here. Yeah. Spartan's like that. So it's, you have that big sort of vert ramp thing in Ultimate Athlete trying to... The, um, the walked wall. Uh, yeah, so is yeah. it the one that you have to um, Looks like run a skate up? ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's um, that was quite a challenge last time actually because it mm. was raining, <laughs> so it was a bit weird. Yeah, um, I didn't actually manage to do it last time, which was a bit embarrassing. But yeah. um, that's I think they do it like honest attempt, mm-hmm. so you don't actually lose a band for that one. Right, I could be wrong, Just but I'm not sure how they're gonna. I mean, it's like you know, you definitely want to give it a go because mm. you might surprise yourself. Um, it's just you just got to go full send mm. you just got to um you know go go full full run up run way further than you think you have to do are we behind the times on all this stuff like i, f- I feel like his ultimate athlete this part and these crossfit this you know that i just saw turf games just happened recently like all of a sudden there's all these things like, i feel like we are a little bit yeah um and is i mean it like it's... kind of like a, a post-covid flurry <laughs> yeah i don't know i think we um it's just raising awareness as yeah. well. Like, do people even know what obstacle course racing is? Um, you know, I just don't know if, like, High Rocks as well. Like, we don't have that over here. What is that? Um, so, I think it's like an eight kilometre course, and then you have like eight different obstacles. Wow. Um, one of the um, guys on the New Zealand team just did it recently and. Yeah. Yeah, sounds pretty challenging. I think it might be in like a factory. Yeah. Like in more of a warehouse. So you do like a almost like those decker fit have you heard of those as well? <laughs> yeah. So I've heard of exteriors, like swimming with pedals and running and swimming with pedals and running. Yeah, so I just don't think we have um yeah. these things in New Zealand. Like, like Ultimate Athlete, you know, you've got people like Woody Wyler Woody Wyler. Yeah. And then you've got Joe Hol- Holy. She's hosting it. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, she's yeah. done it for the last couple of years. And she's, yep. like, she's been on Treasure Island, so you're like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And then, you know, Liam Messam, Troy Flavel, you're like, oh, you know, kind of. Like, I think um, big, they... Big, barely guys. <laughs> like, they participated in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, who, like, um, oh, jeez. DJ Forbes, you know, he is like a sort of a crossfitty type gym in Auckland. I think Troy Flavel's a bit the same. Yeah, and yeah. Shane Cameron's got his boxing yeah, gym. Yeah, boxing eh? gym. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's like they've got their little like niche part, but then again, it's a broad gym, so you've got to have offering lots of things. And so then you get these events going on, and they're kind of like, as a crew, like, oh, yeah, go along. Like, um, did you ever go to Ludus in Auckland? Yeah, so yeah. that was again sort of at the start of the CrossFit round, Ludus kind of came along with yeah, group fitness. Oh, yeah. Sledgehammers, tires, oh, yeah. running, yeah. wheelbarrow walks, burpees. That's pretty fun though, eh? Yeah, oh, it, like, was a, it was a, I think it's still running, I don't say it. Kind of reminds you of like a lumberjack like yeah. festival <laughs> or something. <laughs> Do you know what Bradley, Bradley Thorne did? No. Oh, I say splits wood on, on oh, yeah. Instagram, so I've, I've dabbled a bit myself on splitting, <laughs> splitting wood. Yeah. yeah, it looks pretty fun, um, all these sort of things that 
they have on like we've got that wood chopping one in um Puhoy, i think yeah Don't we have that every year well uh yeah. so timber sports has just turned into this sprint race so jack jordan he's from tom Anui, he's won the last two and so last year when they went over they sort of did about one minute so they did um hot saw um i think it's called underhand um single single sword or buck sword or whatever it's called yeah. and then a um, standing block and so last year the jack broke a minute in the heats and that was like as good as they could go this year in the final him and the other guy did 50 seconds and so in the space of the year they improved what they were doing by by 10 seconds but yeah jack said last year that that was like the hardest thing he's ever done so is that like a lot of practice during the year to like yeah, well, jump yeah. off the time yeah, he just, he, he just sort of quite a lot, eh? he just sort of said it was again like energy system, just like going and going and like quick turnaround. It was like heats and knockout, and whereas you know they'd rock up and do one discipline, you know, and and the guys that sort of do like the jiggleboard and whatever are a bit more lean. The guys that do like soaring are you know massive guys, and then the yeah. guys that are doing chopping kind of in between you know jack's actually you know he's massive he's played so lock, do you need to be loose. a bit of a hybrid like yeah i, th- I think so all... like, like jack's a loose forward lock and so he's just like big powerful strong and the same with jason winyard you know he was like a big powerful strong dude yeah and um yeah i guess it is to then race like they were racing before but race across multiple disciplines i guess they've got to be yeah, well, that's, I guess, what it's like with um, obstacle course racing as well. Yeah. Um, you sort of need to have quite a, like, you know, to be quite strong. Yeah. But then agile. Yeah. <laughs> um, to get across, like, the obstacles and just have, like, the mental strength to give it a go. Did you get to socialise much with people? Yeah, um, they have this, like, athletes village, yeah. um, which was real cool, like, with all the other countries and... Yeah, I mean, everyone's, we're all right next to the Aussies, which is a cracker, yeah. you know, they're always pretty. And what, what were their backgrounds? Uh, they compete a lot in the Spartan events. Yeah. Um, I mean, you just see them all, uh, Spartan, Australia, um, they seem to do Tough Mudder as well. Yeah, oh, that's the other one, Tough yeah. Mudder, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, that one looks real tough, eh? Yeah. Um, and I think with um, Spartan the one that I'm looking at going to in February and Bright, they've got like a, I think it's 50 kilometres and like 60 obstacles. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know if I'll be doing that one. Yeah. But, you know, that's the kind of, like, that's a lot of work, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, on on the weekend, I I paced my mate on the 100. And so we were standing at the 24 Oh, yeah, I saw you doing that. 24 to go and you're just like, watching the 70s and the 50s and the 100 athletes come through and you're just like looking at all the people and like what they're doing and then you see them at the finish line and you're like it's unreal like how did you do that and what so how did that work like did you oh, for, for what i was doing yeah, yeah so i just um i think if i think the 70k people were allowed to as well have someone run with you for the last 24k oh really yeah so kinlock to Fukapo bay around the peninsula yeah, it was. That's so awesome. It was, it was really fun for me. Like I just sort of sat in. Well, beho- you just twenty four k. Yeah, sat in behind, <laughs> sat in behind him, and like just sort of every now and again, I'd drop some words of encouragement 
stay stupid shit keep keep the vibe yeah healthy. well that's what it's all about because eh? uh, yeah. um, like how was how was he was oh he was amazing yeah like i did 54 to um, yeah 2021 january 2021 and like my last 20 odd k's were pretty dark i was in Christchurch last weekend before and looking across at the hill that i came down i was like yeah that was real steep now monday everything started to blow out and uh, yeah but like my family sort of leapfrogged me on the road a little bit and that was quite helpful but it was just real hard grind and you couldn't have a pacer nah no nah. nah. and like Pat as well, he'd done a 50 in uh, Noosa in about March, and he sort of had a similar race, um, and, like, it was a bit hard, a lot of walking and sort of things like that. Um, He's done a lot of the Auckland half marathon circuit the last few years. Ah, yeah. So he's he's done a lot more running than I have, and, yeah, so then since he sort of got over that in March, um, him and I did a run in in april or may 30k along the river trail and i think that was when you were starting to be like oh you know getting over the the, the trauma of the 50k and being like right i, I think i'm gonna do something bigger and so is that his first 100k or? first 100k yeah. yeah so he's gone from 50 to 100 Yikes. and and did yeah really well finished really strong so so how long did that take i think he's twelve forty, maybe hmm Oh, that's a long right. time to long be time, running. Long time eh? around. I yeah. can even look it up. I think pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, but it was as the pace. It was just a, a lot of fun. And so, are you thinking about doing that next year? Or no. <laughs> <laughs> like I've had lots of people being like, "Oh, why aren't why aren't you doing it?" And I was like, "Well, I'm I'm uh, commuting, and so I just don't have." The time for it yeah um, and i mean how much um training has to go into something like that yeah. i mean is that six months or is yeah that... i think i think six months would be would be right um and you need to be pretty dedicated um yeah 12 been... hours 40 48 which oh, was which was really good amazing yeah so i think do yeah. they have a cut off or yeah 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 i think they sort of Send a sweeper through, or yeah, and I think from Kinloch you had to get there at a certain time. Oh, yeah, like we left at about three o'clock and we were told that we had to have head torches. Oh, yeah, or maybe it was a bit earlier than that 240 odd, yeah, because it looked like there were a few people out there supporting as well, yeah, yeah, and cool. especially Kinloch because they sort of had a relay there and um the 50 was sort of a loop from there and the 70 came through there. Oh, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, there was lots of people. Yeah, could or food. That would be some feedback. <laughs> More food. Yeah, oh, like, like for, food trucks. Or yeah, something. food trucks for the punters. But yeah. yeah, I think there was just so much on this weekend. There was the Mortu on. Um, down in Christchurch was Crater Rim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just um, and I don't know that we have like a huge amount of food trucks um available. I like in terms of yeah. choices. Um, yeah. but yeah, food is always good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there's plenty of food if you're com- competing. That's what you're looking for at the end of it, yeah, eh? yeah. But you sort of don't really know what you, what you want, eh? Like at the worlds, they had I think they had ice creams and burgers and I don't know. But... There's a guy Scott that it went to UTMB, so ultra. Oh, that might be the wrong way around. MTB. Mm, I don't know, but Mount Blanc anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like 170 k's or something like that up a hill. Yeah, that looks <laughs> mountain. Pretty incredible. Pretty eh? incredible. But he said. 
the um, aid stations were the greatest he's ever seen. Oh, really? But there was like salamis and cheeses. <laughs> wow. so, so, oh, I haven't really trained eating that. <laughs> yeah, sounds yeah. spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I supposed to be a. I think it's France. Not a, yeah, well, I think you get a little bit sick of like the jowls and the um, the hydration. Um, I mean, I certainly was like a bit um, spent on all that kind of stuff after the worlds. I was like, oh, yeah, God. yeah. That's what, like that's the thing. Hey, you like look. Oh, I'd love to eat whole food, and then especially on something like a hundred k, you're like, man, I've got to eat a lot of whole food to fuel that. And so yeah. you just go to the jowls, but then you're right. Even even like. 24Ks, that was five gels. I was like, oh. you know, the table was like, oh, give me some of those chips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the lollies. Eh? Um, yeah, just um, with me, I never really like to eat much before mm-hmm. I race. Yeah. Um, which probably is not the greatest. Um, probably just need to get a bit better at that. Yeah. But it's working out what you, what you want to put in. Because I just don't like to feel too, Slightly I sure. guess, full and, you yeah. know. Are you working with anyone in terms of nutrition yet? Or? Nah, no, nah, I don't. Um, I just kind of have always been quite cautious about what I eat. Yeah. Um, you know, generally pretty healthy. Um, eat meat and, you know, I'm mm. not vegetarian or vegan or anything. Um, I don't have a lot of dairy because mm-hmm. um, that doesn't really agree with agree me. With you, yeah. yeah, but um, I usually just have like Arbon. Like I take mm-hmm. um, a pre-workout and... Mm-hmm you know, energy fizz um, sort of things. <laughs> Those things are great. <laughs> yeah, and then the after workout is um, is a great one, eh? That, yeah. um, I find that real good. They're, they're, they're quite good on the carbs, those, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. and um, and my um, husband's cousin does um, Rome Energy, mm-hmm. so um, I usually stick to them for protein, mm-hmm. um, and they do the, like, peanut butter mm. kind of... Um, sachets which Yum. are great little <laughs> travel snacks yeah. so um and you know great to find in your bag if you're sort of like haven't had anything and then you're like oh shit i've got that i like a slug of peanut butter yeah 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 no i'm a big fan of picks uh, little slugs yeah. Yeah. yeah rome do um i think they do chocolate coconut and espresso yeah yeah which is real where good. are they based um they're based in auckland right i believe yeah at the moment i believe yeah, there's lots of people doing little things, eh? And then you find them, you're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, real good. Um, and spe- especially supporting people that, you know, support you and stuff. So mm. um, all about that, supporting local. What sort of equipment do you need? Like for a trail shoe? Uh, yeah, I um, I mean, I love my Essex Tribuco. Mm-hmm. Like I run in, in those. I have run in those for the last couple of years. Um, they've got quite a good tread on them. Mm. Um I mean, those work for me, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, lots of people wear, you see lots of interesting shoes out on the courses, eh? Mm-hmm. Um, some people have like, you know, little mountain shoes and, um, but I mean, those work for me. I think they're sort of like quite a, quite a runner's shoe, but a trail, yeah. trail running shoe. And you wear like, like protectors or anything like that? No, I've just started wearing, um, for the worlds, the team got um, some have you heard of lily trotters the um socks no sort of like um compression socks i started wearing the longer socks i thought oh i've never really worn them but i sort of started trialing them out before i went away and um they're really good especially if you're doing like rope climbs and you know protecting your shins because you just get nailed yeah yeah so um and i mean when they get wet they're fine Fine, and you know 
and sleeves. You didn't, don't wear I haven't so much, tried sleeves, no. 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 I mean, I've seen people do wear them, but um, I haven't trialed those yet. I think socks have been a starter because I've always been sort of, you know, pretty casual with my socks. But... So burns are pretty common injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shin splints and, you know, all sorts. Eh? Bruising. Yeah. Burning. Yeah. Grazing. Um, grazing? Yeah. No? Yeah, a bit of grazing, a bit of bruising, like especially under your arm sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, depends, eh? it's all part of it. <laughs> Were there any big injuries? And, um, well, that's, um, I think, one of the British um, 100 metre girls. Because um, people were going quite, quite hard out, like mm. on their, um, you know, big risk, big reward. Um, and I think she really damaged her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw on Instagram that she had had an x ray and looked like she'd sort of put her shoulder out. Ooh. So she wasn't even able to compete. Yeah. Yeah. So that was on the practice run. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah, and I think there was a bit of dehydration in that, um, right. maybe just because of the heat. Um, but other than that, I don't think there was anything too major otherwise. Um, Spectator-wise, can can that create a bit of an atmosphere for 100 metres? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. those um, big clacker things. You yeah. know, people are, um, yeah, huge atmosphere. They've usually got a podium, um, you know. Yeah. And that can be just like super intimidating. And eh? MC and things going. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they usually have one at one end and one at the other, and then at the buzzer they've got someone there. You know, they've got the technical officers on all um, obstacles. I think there's twelve obstacles. Yeah. So there's like one on each side, making sure that you know, because it's a race and it's real. And it's um, adjudicated, and yeah. Yeah, got to make sure that it's done properly. Eh? Um, but yeah, pretty fun pretty fun sort of atmosphere and with the fans do they appear to be educated on what they're watching or oh it yeah. Take, take, yeah didn't take a little bit to walk, work out they were just straight into it yeah like everyone pretty much knows and like with the um even with our races like it's quite a spectator mm-hmm. you're able to sort of wander throughout the course and you know everyone's taking photographs and video and whatnot people you know doing the big risk is anyone doing content yet content yeah so like with crossfit there's the buttery bros they made the first few like strong fittest men on well there's um a few like i think there's like quite a few that cover it but we didn't actually have like it was a bit of a shame really they didn't have live coverage Mm -hmm. for um the worlds so you weren't able to kind of get the get the live feed Yeah, yeah um one of my friends or peers came came over from germany actually and she um was videoing on snapchat yeah so she was able to kind of share that with them um with with my friends anyway that's that's basically how i got started in like content day uh when i played rugby at varsity and the year after uh, in auckland the year after i left uh, one of my teammates who had played with in dunedin he started up this thing called the rugby roundup on snapchat so the next season, I got to watch Varsity sort of playing via Snapchat, oh, and, they, yeah. and they went on to win win the Gala Head Shield that that year, and that was the year I took off rugby. So the next year, I was playing at Christchurch Rugby Club. So I was like, "Oh, I'll do a, I'll do the Christchurch edition," and then I moved to a Cambridge, and so I did th- three years of the Rugby Roundup, and I, then I started like putting that onto YouTube, and then in Australia as well, I I'd started the podcast by then, but I was playing for a team over there and I started doing the rugby roundup. I think I changed Instagram there. That was sort of like the content game, but yeah, it's it's so 
handy how you can just like you know get a cell phone out and record stuff add a few comments and the rest, oh, yeah. rest of the world can be like oh that's cool <laughs> well especially when you know people are um you know invested they're like yeah i want to see you know how that's going and yeah you know i wish i could be there but i can't so you know it's like the next best thing yeah i don't know the origin of buttery bros whether they were doing it by themselves at first or crossfit had started employing them and then crossfit like laid off all these stuff and so then they were like oh well we'll keep making content for ourselves and then i think they ended up being contracted back to the crossfit in the end because they'd done such a good job but oh yeah yeah well if they're getting the views and that eh, that's yeah and they had pretty high-tech cameras like they had they had all the gear already i guess yeah and yeah but it all was the just, gear and no idea yeah well, I think <laughs> when they started the youtube channel they're like how the hell do we edit like you know mr beast sort of hacking things like thumbnails and content and copywriting and stuff like that like oh, it's well it's hard game. to get the quality eh? like yeah. you'll get people sharing or whatever but you send it through facebook or whatever the quality is terrible it gets, gets compressed and yeah like, yeah and even if you send it through whatsapp i think it's better but it's still not great eh? yeah unless you um airdrop yeah yeah, yeah. whereas you know if you've got a big camera and, and big big tech then you need big recording and big processing and it's like not only do you need a new massive camera then you need a new massive computer and a couple of hard drives and backups and then you and need <laughs> to be real fast to catch these people because they're moving quickly <laughs> yeah that's the good thing about it. crossfit it's, it's, it's a, just an arena so you, you know yeah move, move around but yeah like, i know you see that? some of the um content that's captured these days and you're like how the hell is that captured drones <laughs> chase people with drones yeah basically or they like how do they hold the camera so still <laughs> yeah. oh yeah gimbals so like one of the ones the buttery bros have he has a big a big frame with his big camera in the middle and then large lens and stuff and yeah. so he's running around but the actual camera's staying, oh, staying yeah, still got, yeah yeah so i think the guy that rides the um no arm segway at the rugby he's oh, and the cricket as well they're about the same they're holding this thing that's sort of connected to a chest strap and yeah, bounces along in the camera. Yeah, my um, cousin actually took um, the GoPro on the team race. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. She got some pretty funny footage. Lots of bum shots. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, especially that wall where you guys had to climb up each other. <laughs> that was, yeah. That would be terrific. But that was pretty funny, um, you know, watching that back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was sort of like at the centre, you know, on her chest. So it, sometimes it was a bit of a... <laughs> bit of obstacle in its itself <laughs> yeah. yeah have you seen the guy that likes trains and he has a 360 camera that he puts on his head no <laughs> he likes trains he likes trains oh yeah. yeah he's in the uk and he just like waits at the platform for certain he knows them all like certain trains to show up and he's just like laughs he's like, oh my god and he's super excited but like the camera's like pointing down on his head but also at the platform and the train coming by <laughs> so it's like a 360 view what is that on the gram that's yeah, on tiktok yeah he's, oh, he's loose and then there's a there's a bloke here in, in um topo that i had as a patient the other weekend and i was like what are you into he's like oh trains and i said do you know this guy he's like oh yeah <laughs> oh really yeah. so it's one of his mates yeah oh this the same vibe eh? oh. just into trains so he's like oh, i think i might get one of those cameras as well yeah hard out. so we just don't have enough trains here right? <laughs> <laughs> you just got the one at the park here in Topol. yeah, yeah, yeah. So get pretty dull <laughs> and then you'd have to go all the way over the, over the hill main trunk and see, yeah. see a real train <laughs> yeah and it's i don't know if the train in Topol goes that often these days is it 
Yeah. It probably has an own winter. Now they're going to school holidays. Oh, they're here. Yeah, I got to go speak at the Lions. And oh, they, did you? Yeah, that was basically... I think that's like the vibe of the Lions in Taupo is, is running that train and fundraising via the train. Oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's iconic. Yeah, and they like they were stoked as that they'd put in FPOS and... Um, oh, they've got FPOS now. Yeah, they'll tap, tap and go. They're like, oh man, we made so much more money. <laughs> I was like... Well, you know, that's the thing, eh? You've got to remove those barriers. <laughs> and then the pay payway fees. <laughs> payway fees. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's horrendous. Yeah. Hey, it's funny now that, that people are putting on their terminal way, no surcharge. And it's like, oh, good. No, actually, tap. <laughs> yeah. And then others are just, yeah, we're a surcharge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's rough. It's much easier to just pay by payway, though, isn't it? Yeah, you're being, like, disincentivized for efficiency, so. Or, or yeah, and then you forget your PIN number and stuff like that because you haven't used it in so long. I've just changed cards. That's been a nightmare. <laughs> I've, had the, I've had the same password since I was 15. Oh, yeah. And Don't then, tell too many people yeah. that before we know what it is. <laughs> well, too bad. Now I've got a new one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never use that one again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, but it's like the amount of times that you just go into autopilot and then you go, oh, sorry, declined. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, uh, I think I remember what that password is. How, how was um, travelling over there? No, no treacherous stories? Uh, not really. They, um, it was pretty fun, actually. Like, I mean, I... Um, Belgium's a pretty chill country, right? Uh, well, it's different. Like, it's a bit different because I, I went... I was sort of like, oh, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I sort of went over and had a couple of chill days. Yeah. Um, so I went to Bruges. Yeah. And um, that's, like, French-speaking. <laughs> So that was real cute. But they had like all this amazing food and I couldn't even eat it. Because it was all dairy. <laughs> no, because it was just all like, you know, food I shouldn't be eating before I'm racing. Oh, you know. So I was just like, oh, I didn't really eat it, you know, but yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, nice and chill and so easy to get around. Mm-hmm. Um, chocolate? How'd you go on chocolate? Yeah, I just looked at it. Oh. Yeah, it was <laughs> devastating. <laughs> but yeah, I'm more of a lolly person lolly anyway. Person, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was there any gems out of Belgium in terms of the lolly confectionery? Nah, not really. They no. just love their chocolate. They're just all about yeah. the chocolate. Yeah, chocolate pastries. Yeah. Yeah, the coffee was pretty good. They do do good coffee in yeah. Belgium. Yeah. Um, where the worlds were, mm. um, they don't even have Uber. <laughs> <laughs> so that was quite interesting. Um, and no, like, line bikes or anything that you yeah. could hire. So the first day I actually walked from, like, where I was staying to the venue. Good. And that took me maybe like an hour and a quarter. Good warm up. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I probably won't do that again. Didn't get bikes after that? or? No, just um, some of the team had rental cars. Yeah. So we kind of like managed it that way. Did get a taxi one time, but you know, that was about it. It's just like the buses sort of, you know, you had to get on one to yeah. get on another. So it was sort of like a little bit clunky. But um, other than that, it was pretty, pretty cute little town. Like... <laughs> And the, the place where it was held is usually set up for obstacle racing? or uh, I think it's like an old heritage site. Like, I think it used to be like a prison or something like oh. that. Like, I don't know if you saw it, but it was pretty pretty out there. Yeah. Um, and it's like a national park, so lots of people walking around. Like, there were people just, you know, walking their dogs and stuff like that. So you'd come across them on the race and you'd be like, excuse me, can you get off the race course? Oh, <laughs> coming through. Coming yeah. Through. Yeah, some of the technical officials were like, "Excuse me." <laughs> like, yeah. And where are they all from? All, uh, over, the all over the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I actually want to, I, that's probably something that I want to look at, mm-hmm. like doing the, I think you have to do a course. Yeah. Um, I'm not, not too sure, but um, one of our um, guys in the New Zealand team is actually based in the UK, mm. so he's a technical official. Are there many rules? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of rules. Yeah. So well, the- each obstacle has its own rules. Yeah. Because um, like a lot of the hanging obstacles, you are not allowed to touch the ground. Yeah. But then some of them you can like graze the ground. Right. Like, you know, it's all this kind of like, so it's, yeah, it's very. So being tall will help you get to the obstacle, but might put you at a disadvantage because you've got to hold your legs up. Yeah. Because I don't know if you saw this one, but there was like, it was like a high to low rig. <laughs> and that's where I lost my last band. So I was like pretty devastated there. But yeah, I just, I mean, some people just flow through that obstacle, but I just, yeah, I just didn't have the hadn't done enough work to kind of get through that so yeah it's how, how are you measuring progress and overload and stuff in your training um do you set a goal for your block or not really i focus on my running yeah because that's where i really struggle yeah so for me seeing progress in my running is seeing my pace you know improve yeah which you know it sort of does by the end of an eight-week block yeah um, but that's, you know, sprints every week, a long run, a couple of short runs. Um, so for me, that's kind of, I haven't been able to do heaps of strength because of my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of have just been focusing on my running lately. What have you been doing for your shoulder up until today getting the skin? Um, well, I sort of injured it a couple of months ago. Mm. Um, and I was getting a bit of physio and stuff, um, needling and cupping but it wasn't really doing anything mm. so it's kind of like okay well what have we done <laughs> yeah so um my physio was like oh we'll just book you in for a scan and an x-ray mm. um so just yeah had that done today <laughs> Is in, can you do that in double yeah oh that's yeah. nice <laughs> yeah yeah they do have the facilities yeah, oh like yeah. With, with eyes i'm always like like are you guys coming to town <laughs> yeah i think i did have to wait like a month oh gosh but um i mean i potentially could have rung and seen if i could get in at rotorua or something but um but yeah just hoping it's nothing like you know doesn't mean an op or anything like yeah, that yeah they're like uh you might want to see a shoulder specialist you're like damn yeah might want a new hobby <laughs> <laughs> i'll be like nah sorry did you have any injuries in gymnastics uh my knees, knees. eventually yeah i think that's kind of what um I think I just got to the end of it. I mean, I used to do it for like nine hours a week, mm. um, you know, and being a young... Was that Auckland? Yeah. Yeah. I did uh, North, at the North Shore mm-hmm. Event Centre or whatever it was, um, North Harbour. Um, yeah, so I did that probably, I think, for like five years. Mm-hmm. And then I just sort of had enough of it. Did you have a discipline you were into? No, it was just like bars, beam, floor, yeah. the usual, I think, fifth rotation and see something else. It wasn't like the, um, what is it? The one where you throw the ribbons up and stuff like that. <laughs> that wasn't me. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I've also sort of noticed, like, definitely have things to work on, like, balance and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so those are sorts of things that I probably need to just improve on because they sort of throw all those sorts of things in. What age group did you give us? Maybe, like, 11. 11. And then you said yeah. you went into the gym. Yeah, so I started going to, um, I guess, like a, you know, just a normal gym. Mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of lot of running on the treadmill. 
Did you get coaching or just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah I used to um, get a regular program as yeah. well. Um, so I think I probably started at about 14. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, always been pretty interested in, you know, keeping fit and um, I guess, you know, kept me out of the house. And yeah. <laughs> and what, they would go through goal setting or... I think for me back then it was about keeping the weight off. Mm-hmm. Um, always very conscious about my weight when I was younger. Um, probably not so much now, but I do like to, you know, don't like to be too heavy. <laughs> you know, and that's just me personally. That's just something that I, yeah. you know, I don't like to, um, I like to stay be- between a certain... And so now you get to attach that to something external, which is quite cool. <laughs> yeah, well, I like to do, you know, yeah. it's just something way more fun like you know what we what I'm doing now is way more enjoyable yeah than probably what I was doing you know 10 years ago yeah um yeah I used to do a bit of boxing and stuff like that as well but we've got that at Empower as well um so did you ever get into the ring no (laughs) (laughs) no I think I'd get absolutely owned (laughs) yeah I've done it twice oh yeah and how did that go um the first time i was working at the captain cook in dunedin and it was for the david to Chain cameron fight oh yeah so we had the garden bar all packed out and then we put on a bouncy boxing ring and so i was security i wouldn't call myself a bouncer but um so the rest of the bouncers they all sort of fought each other and i ended up fighting against the cleaner who was a lot smaller than me but he did boxing oh yeah but I did end up beating him. But I don't know how. <laughs> was he like, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, it was like we were mismatched, but he had experience. So like, and so I remember just seeing nothing. Yeah. I was so tunnel visioned. Yeah. And then, so then um, playing for Varsity in my last season, we did a fundraiser for the Gravy Club. Oh, yeah. And we'd actually did some training at City Boxing. And yeah, I was actually able to hear the corner and see what I was doing and have a plan. <laughs> so did that, that that go a bit better? That went the... a bit better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so sort of my mate, he was more sort of flailing and haymakering and sort of oh, yeah. the corner. was like, just jab him twice, back out, let him swing, and then jab him again. And that was a great tactic, and it worked for three rounds. And, and done. And done. And I was like, well, okay, I probably don't need to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> One and done. Two yeah. and done. Two and done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got a photo with blood all over me. I'm like, well, that's pretty gruesome. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. see some of these women in these, like, fights, and you're like, Jesus. Yeah. It's rough, eh? I, I have a real strange think that I think Dan Hooker was there training at the time. Yeah. And like, you know, a bunch of kickboxes and we're trying to figure out how to box and these guys are kicking and punching and and it's just like, holy cow. And then, you know, now you see Dan Hooker on the UFC and you're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was that guy because City Kickboxing it was the same place then. So, yeah. yeah, I just it can't watch sense. that stuff, eh? It's intense, eh? It's too brutal. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember watching it as a teenager when it was UFC, like the reality show. Mm. That was the sort of thing, hey, mum would be like, turn that off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, definitely don't want my kids doing yeah. that, eh? Well, who's the five-year-old? Uh, Archie. Yeah. Yeah. Young. yeah. <laughs> a little hot kid. But yeah, he's pretty, um, he's a bit of a firecracker, eh? <laughs> yeah. Strong heart. <laughs> he's um, fiery like his mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say, yeah. How, do you, how do you manage... Um, success on the obstacles like 
how what do you do to move on to the next one if you've if you've missed it um if you've missed it uh oh like, like me- I, mentally how do you handle it like, I think, firecracker stuff yeah i think you just like i mean it you know ignore the bands and stuff but it's just like each obstacle you just tackle separately i think mm-hmm. like for me i always just look at them like okay i think i've got this one in the bag so you know then you do it yeah and you just um i actually when i was climbing over these walls my um i had my watch on and it was giving off that like emergency <laughs> like it was like you're having an emergency bringing, bringing your family <laughs> yeah and i was like i'm not having an emergency i'm just climbing over a really fucking big wall <laughs> like you know you're just trying to yank yourself over and you're like hit it probably a bit hard but um I mean there there weren't too many that I didn't feel like I could do but Mm. it's just those sort of last couple of ones um and being like quite gassed after doing 14 kilometers because your arm strength is pretty so the firecracker stuff hasn't shown up (laughs) no I think um I think there's still more in there yeah so I just got to keep working, I think, and um, putting in the work and. So is this is, is it? Do you think it'll be something where you like give it your all and miss out? That 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 sort of personality might come out. Like if you're really frustrated that you've given it everything. Yeah, well, I mean, I was pretty disappointed in myself at the world. Like yeah. that was pretty pretty heartbreaking. I eh? um, definitely had a. Had a f- had to look, you know, and I think, um, you know, people are like, oh, don't be disappointed, you know, it's all part of the journey and stuff like that. But I guess you sort of think to yourself, oh, well, I came all this way, and I thought I would kind of achieve because you, um, you don't get a time, mm. so you're DQS, and you don't come home with a finish of band. Mm. So it's like, you know, it's just like you go to an event and you get like a finisher T-shirt, or mm. you know, you don't get one of those. You get a medal. Mm-hmm. But you don't get like this, um, I don't know if you've seen them, those like rubber bands, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. I mean, a few that's, other guys did and, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people probably don't really get that from, you know, unless you're sort of in that environment, you don't really get kind of what that feels like. Yeah. But I guess you just feel like you let people down and, you know, yeah. that's quite hard to. Yeah, like the woman went yesterday or today at Kona oh yeah yeah yep. and it's like all the age group like I remember sort of five years ago people going oh I've qualified for age group worlds and you're like oh how does that work and then you have to actually follow the journey of it now you're like oh I get that that's like that's unreal and yeah like even Hannah Berry first time at Kona getting 11th you know and she's like you know that's my first time that's really great and you're like wow that's like an elite field it's incredible yeah and yeah like, oh, and that, then you put it in perspective it's like she's she's been around the new zealand circuit f- for a while now yeah but it's like that's her first time at kona and it's like oh that's that next next step and yeah yeah and imagine what she can do next time yeah you know and even she for her go she got, she got and... sort of injured and you know, yep. had some time away over and noosa training and i think doing way more swimming than what what she normally did and you know, you're talking about your running, you know. Yeah. She she gets off the bike and does her best ever run. And, Amazing, you know, yeah. And it's just like, oh, wow. You know. And some people are really good under pressure. Mm. So that's oh, that where that, you know, mental mental strength, um, you know, which I feel like, you know, I need to work on. Yeah. Um, but, 
yeah it's it certainly like ignited a bit of fire under me kind of you know to um keep working and hopefully you know compete in other events I'd say. And also encourage others to because, you know, I mean, are we 40 this year? Yeah. But um, I still feel like I've got plenty of years, you know, left in the tank to kind of push. And I really want to encourage my kids to, yeah. you know, keep fit and, you know, get involved in the things that they want to be doing. But, you know, they've sort of shown a bit of interest. So, yeah. That's, it's, it's hard to think about your kids in like the pushing, pushing them stuff like that competitive swimming and i don't know if it was the right thing or not but then i'm a highly competitive person yeah so yeah. it has been and yeah. that's what you know like with my parents encouraging me to do gymnastics at such an early age like they created that sort of path for me i think <laughs> yeah you know i probably didn't really enjoy it at the time but i feel like you know that sort of led me to where i am today to be able to switch on, eh? Yeah, I mean, I'm super motivated, you know, like I will always, you know, I'll always exercise like every day, you know, like most days I'm out there. Saturday is normally my rest day. Yeah. But um, like for me, I like to do sort of at least a bike ride. Yeah. If I'm not doing anything, like even on a Saturday, I'll do like a, you know, hour ride from my place. Nice. Um, You know, out in the bush. It's just good. Yeah. And did you just go to craters and yeah for a blue down yeah yeah it's a bit of a shame eh? <laughs> you know it's gonna be bigger and better than ever they reckon <laughs> yeah but when is that <laughs> yeah yeah i think we basically uh might have just signed up like <laughs> you know like maybe went for one big ride or something yeah. and then yeah and then it was gone yeah so <sighs> looking forward to that day though eh? do you do a bit of mountain biking as well no no um just just been running yeah yeah and then like of course being there on the weekend everyone's like what are you gonna do next i'm like oh today maybe get a bike yeah that's why i was yeah. like oh maybe a road bike that's and, pretty fun and and like i with that swimming background and like we well we, you've got good lung capacity yeah. Probably, yeah yeah i think i think i could do a 70.3 at the moment i'd, I'd probably oh to... so a road bike here yeah again. oh gosh bike. i don't know about that eh? yeah no yeah Nicole, I, mean, Nicole, I, like, I couldn't do a road bike yeah my my boss when i was in hawks bay did the iron man and then another person did the iron man and nicole was like you're gonna do that one day i said yeah we'll do that one day <laughs> you reckon yeah but i don't know it's like one of those things where it's like there's all the things that you can do but you've got to pick pick what you want to do yeah well i guess that's um probably the ultimate eh? i mean i mean just amazing athletes yeah like yeah i've got a friend she signed up to do it next year so looking forward to supporting her she started she's... training yeah 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 i used to think coast to coast and then i was doing because that. that's a kayak as well isn't it yeah you got to get a grade three rapid yeah that's pretty fun yeah that would be definitely more up my alley yeah. than or adventure racing, back to, you know, the obstacle course stuff. Yeah. Adventure racing, that looks pretty fun. When, oh, I, was, yeah. when I was in the Amaru hut in January, there was three teams came through. They were training for, for God's own. Oh, really? <laughs> well, these guys are walking to turn up at 3 a.m., eh? The, the guy that was, I was sharing the bunks with, it wasn't too happy about it. But oh, was, were they training for that? Yeah, yeah, so they had just sort of driven down from Auckland to the Potanui car park and come through Potanui in the dark and... Then got into the heart at 3 a.m. and which is kind of 
like it's good training for God's own because you don't really sleep. But not really ideal for anyone else no, trying to sleep. Yeah. yeah, he was not happy. Yeah, I bet he wasn't. <laughs> Especially when he talked in his face, that really got him swearing. <laughs> I saw the slight funny side to it, but at the same time, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, you're like, who are these clowns? Yeah. And they were, you know, on the one hand, you're training for God's own and, you know, sleep deprived and, you know, you need to have quick naps and stuff, but they were in there grabbing mattresses and you're like, oh, that's not, that's not what God's own is about, guys. <laughs> yeah, you got to sleep, sleep on the ground. Sleep on the ground, you yeah. know, just under, under no your jacket. No whatsoever. Yeah, just on, on your backpack, on under a jacket, have a quick 10-minute cap and carry yeah. on down the river. <laughs> we did um, that Oxfam 100k walk oh, wow, one yeah, year. Yeah. That was pretty intense, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... um. Yeah, that was hard going. How long did that take you? I think it was like 32 hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some good good conversations happened there. Some funny conversations, <laughs> yeah. I did it with um, three other ladies and there was a mum and two daughters. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was crack up, yeah. It's pretty funny. Who was dragging who? Uh, mums did way better? Or did uh, you all, oh, all the mums are go- The mums are real goer, actually. She did awesome. Um but yeah, just real funny because it was still just like that real gross stuff. Like, you know, people obviously gone to the toilet in the middle of the night, right on the track. Oh gosh, yeah. And that is just like gross. Eh? So it was just like, yeah. Yeah, we were coming around to bend on Saturday and we just timed it right. The person was pulling out their pants. I think they were just having a wee, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we nearly got busted having a wee. Yeah, yeah, I actually had to do that at White or I had to do like a bush wee. <laughs> And I was like, shut up, better be quick. There's someone on my ass. So <laughs> I had to move quick. But. The, the first way I did, it was probably sort of going around the track. And I was, I was in my head thinking, like, how can I wee without stopping running? And I was like, oh, so I'm definitely not going to be as intense as the you know, pro triathletes that just piss themselves. I was like, no, I'm definitely going to go for a wee. And I was like, oh, that's right. I can just catch up to my mate. You know, he's, we were running pretty slow. Oh, so did you just yeah. like, you're able to yeah. get the door? Yeah, so I like ducked off the track and then he comes around like this. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, good out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what, because the triathletes, do they just weigh themselves? Yeah. Uh, that's they, just normal. That's yeah. just normal, yeah. I saw a TikTok about the start line, you know, they're on a pontoon and it's all wet. And they're like, oh, no one's been in the water yet, what? Oh. <laughs> Does it smell? <laughs> yeah, it must yeah, all the all, all the all the age group athletes covered after the elite side. They're like, man, you know, after that whole field goes through, you wouldn't want to be at the back, would you? No. Well, I suppose at least it's not like a number two, maybe. Or? Yeah, that's right. You know, and you're about to jump in the water anyway. Yeah, up. yeah. So that's that's kind of fine, eh? As long as it's before this one, maybe <laughs> the bike might be a bit rough. Yeah. yeah. Bit of chafing. Nice. So, Laura, you're after Nelson. This weekend. This weekend, Labor yep. weekend. Yep. Yeah. What's it going to be? And oh, hopefully nice and sunny. Yeah. Going to hire some bikes when yep. we get there. So yep. ride from the um, airport to the a com and then just cruise around in the bikes for the weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm um, giving the 3K a go. Yeah. So I haven't done a 3K before. So I think that's at nine o'clock on Saturday. And then the 10K, which is like later in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. And are they putting that up anywhere to watch or? Uh, do they do? I don't think they do live. I think it'll just be on Instagram. Yeah. Like Who's running it? Um, Ultimate Athlete. Ultimate Athlete. Yeah. Right. So yeah. they'll um, definitely do some, you know, posts and things, but I don't think there's a live feed. Mm-hmm. I don't think there normally is, but 
Well, um, we've got the husbands in tow, so we'll... I was about to say, you're up in your haunted game. Yeah, yeah. they're... Um, They've been given some sort of clear instructions now. Eh? They need to go home. They need to go watch some YouTube videos. On... Yeah, well, they used to um, just video the grass. And like, <laughs> that is not how you do it. Yeah. I'm like, you need to go from here over to here. Like, yeah. don't stop halfway. We have to get them on Canva and captions and <laughs> yeah. effects. I don't know if they're that. Um, what's, what's it? Cup, um, that advanced. Cap cut or something like that. You know, so they can. Oh, God. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just send it to my friend Louisa right? She's she nails the Canva. Yeah. Yeah. Puts the captions and stuff like that. Yeah. But um yeah, it'll be pretty fun. I mean it'll be a real um great vibe, um, like it normally is. Lots of, you know, looks like there's lots of um groups sort of going, which is always fun. Um and I mean being at the beach is pretty mm. you know, it's pretty beautiful down there. Um I imagine it'll be pretty sunny. Hopefully yeah. not too wet for that water wall. Biggest sunshine hours in the country is what Nelson always goes for. Yep, I think I'd live there. Yeah. 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 If I wasn't it's a bit in of God's waiting room on Nelson. Yeah, and they've got the um, Nelson <laughs> Obstacle um, Sports Park there, which is awesome. Oh, so that's your draw card. Obst- yeah, obst- I would. Obstacle I would like to live there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so, where do people follow you? We're on um, on Instagram. Instagram. Yep. Um, I'm what am I, Loha? Yeah. I'll put it in the show notes. 2.0. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just um, should be pretty fun. And then we've got Alpha next month. Yeah. So that's another one in Monica. Monica. Yeah. So nice. that'll round out the year. Beautiful. Basically. Nice. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was a bit random. It was, like I said, Ricky's like, get this person on. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not sure I've even that interesting. <laughs> oh, we've, I don't know how long we've filled here. Yeah, hour and a half. Oh. Pretty awesome. Yeah, that goes pretty quick. Yeah. So my final question for you, Laura, I mm-hmm. hope the chin on it. What keeps you in flow? Do you have a way you live your life for? Um, my, I guess my mantra and the mantra that we sort of live by at the gym is has been sort of train hard, race easy. Nice. So um, I guess that sort of speaks for itself. It's not always racing easy, but, you know, the idea is always to train hard and um, that's what we tend to do. And enjoy it, basically. Because yeah. if you're not enjoying it, then why are you doing it? Yeah, all the hard work's in the training room, not not in the race. Enjoying yeah, it. exactly. Um, I mean, as soon as I'm not enjoying it, I probably won't be doing it anymore. No. Fantastic. Mm. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you for having me on. No worries. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers.